You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. Welcome back to another episode of Titties and Tacos. I am your host, Sparkle. I'm Tina D. And today's episode is brought to you by the letter K. It is. Okay. What up? Hey, niggas. <laughs> she Welcome has to the shit. All the energy this morning. <laughs> Which is wild because it is fucking early for me. Okay. It is the morning goddamn time. And here we are. Entertaining our very small mass of people. All yeah. 60. Um, we have 60 Instagram followers, by the way. Some It's always a marvel to me. What did you do? <laughs> Shit, nothing made a post. Did you buy them tried. people? Maybe. No, actually, I went through and they're like real people. A lot of them are high school folks. Shout out to y'all. Cause what? what yeah, like oh, this I about mean, to get reckless. Okay, now I got my energy back. <laughs> Please get them kids to listen to this show, dog. Just because. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna let you do keep doing Insta. I'll I'll go back to uh, Facebook. I am out of Facebook jail as of today. Oh, I've been in that bitch God. for like ninety days. <laughs> I don't know if y'all noticed, but the Facebook is fucking dry. You know why? Because I was never. No, my it's bad. not. You've been on there. You've been posting stuff. You've been posting the shit I've been sending you to post. Exactly, because I ain't got it. Okay, you've been doing a good job. Uh, sure. It's not your fault. That's people sweet. don't, you know, show up and comment. We we gotta we gotta fix that. I mean, they gotta see it first. I did ask about that. I don't think they're seeing it for real. Like. Honestly, God, I just don't think it's showing up. But, you know, this is not a production meeting. Hey, y'all. Yeah, I was going to say, that ain't their problem. That's our problem. <laughs> so, let's get into yeah. the tits of the day. All right. So, I I know I had the tits last episode. I know y'all be playing attention. Listen, my business is my turn again. Did you okay, say listen I- and mind your business? <laughs> <laughs> listen to my business while minding yours That's okay an option okay you're right you're right um but yeah i'm going again because i believe sparkle into letting me go again and she don't know that's fine <laughs> um she might regret it but we'll see uh so my titties are none other than the one and only Sparkle, bitch, are you serious? No, aka my wife. Gonna hate this, y'all. Oh my, no, stop, no, stop, no, no. Insert full government name because I would never just do that unless she asked me to. But okay, so look, couple things you should know about this before we get into it. One, this about to take however long it takes. Oh my god. Um, Number two, (laughs) despite everything I'm about to say, I need y'all to know this. (laughs) I am an Aquarian thug. Okay? (laughs) Don't let these words make you think anything different than that. Okay? 
will there be a thug tear? Maybe, maybe not. Mind <laughs> your business while listening to this show. Before you Who? start, can I just say, you literally... <laughs> I was planning on doing this hits of the day because it's my turn. And I was literally going to do her. So this is so fucking crazy. That's hilarious. Oh, my oh. God. All right. Everybody cool? Cool? Oh my God. Cool? Yeah. Let's get through All right. it. <laughs> All right. Where to begin? Oh, wait. I know. <laughs> Bitch, your fave could never. <laughs> LOL. I'm just serious. Um, have any of you ever been gifted the opportunity to watch literal greatness unfold right before your very eyes? No? I highly recommend 10 out of fucking 10. Because over these question mark years that I have been here, it's been nothing short of fucking phenomenal. Honestly, shocking at lots of points. But genuine greatness. Just watching it blossom out of the fucking ground it's fucking amazing i honestly pumping it to every single one of my veins it's amazing now i could literally sit here and spend a lifetime of podcasts like a lifetime of podcast time going over every single detail of what level of brilliance i have had the fortune of witnessing but for the sake of time and Sparkle's precious feelings, <laughs> we shall focus our efforts this this here day and just just talk about her divinely gifted ability to write. Okay? Y'all. Y'all. Just uh y'all, listen. <laughs> listen. Everybody, listen. <laughs> Every single day that this heifer is not writing is an absolute travesty. Okay? <laughs> she has her own production company, sold out her very first stage play at the age of 20-something. IDK, I wasn't there. And this is a first-hand account of what I've seen. So, just know that that's in her bag, in her repertoire of things. Okay? However, I what I do know is that she has written scripts characters that hasn't even made it to the stage yet that I think about constantly. Not like a show. <laughs> no, no, no. Like a fucking real human. Like, hmm, I wonder how those people are. Where are they? What the fuck type of sorcery is that shit? Okay? Fucking craziness. Because I'm out here reading the drafts. And they're phenomenal. And can't wait for y'all to see them too. So we can all be like, damn, I wonder what happened to old girl because that's how I think about these fucking characters that she writes. Um, wait, wait, wait. Hold up, because I lost my train of thought. Here we go. Back on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something about this girl. She wills wor words so effortlessly that it makes you questions if you ever even knew the fucking English language. I have literally stopped and looked at some shit like, are these... These are real words. I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't know that they could be paired together in this fashion. Who the fuck knew? Okay. Was I a child that was in fact left behind? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But <laughs> that's also fine. Um, and, and now, 
now. She is a now published or soon to be published, depending on things and time and time travel, because I don't know when this episode comes out. <laughs> but <laughs> she is a published or soon to be published full ass fucking author because she wrote a book, y'all. <laughs> Listen, a whole one. And before you start with everybody and anybody can write a fucking book, let me start to stop you right fucking there. Because first, no, they can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they just fucking can't. Because <laughs> they just, they can't, they won't, they don't. Okay. That's fine. And no, more importantly, not like this motherfucking book. <laughs> hear me, hear me well. Not like this one. So y'all can shut that shit all the way the fuck up. Good. I, along with the lovely ladies of our village, have sat and watched and cheered while she worked and waited and pushed through, over, under, left, right, every fucking challenge to get this shit done, regardless of the number of tries it took, because mind your business, don't be counting what we're doing. <laughs> um, but she got it done. Um, dear heart, your growth, your obedience, truly inspiring. It is impossible for me to be any prouder of you. So give yourself and your phenomenal titties a round of applause. <laughs> Y'all niggas prepare to buy this fucking book and be prepared to come to these fucking shows. Amen. <laughs> Welcome to the shit. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. I have never sweat through a bra so quickly. <laughs> I ate way too much sugar last night and <laughs> my diabetes is a while. <laughs> What's so funny about this is that this was always in the notes. You have been listed in the notes the whole time. This shared Are you note, serious? That, that M-A is literally your initials backwards. So I didn't forget. So this is not a... <laughs> this is nothing other than what I originally planned. This is not a spur of the moment thing. <laughs> okay. Um... I'm not going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. That was very, very sweet. Very thoughtful. Um, bruh. Dog, we th what are you doing right now? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. We're I thought thugs. about not doing it. <laughs> I'm on my period. <laughs> this is terrible I, I did consider not doing it for all those I'm and then i was like nope sweating through my shirt oh no she had to disrobe like, this is so fucking uncomfortable <laughs> oh man of all the times that i wish it was like video feed, wait i gotta take this hat off hold on <laughs> I wish people could see you falling apart. <laughs> I see why, like, the people in the Bible just disrobed completely when they were overwhelmed. Oh, my God. God. 
She's literally the melting smiley emoji right now. <laughs> I am melting. With a thumbs up though. Like, Thank you. <laughs> Please, everybody, help me. <laughs> well, I'll give you some time to, you know, get your get your bearings and I'll do my I'll do my topic and then I will have all of my talking out the way and I'll get to chill. Okay. Anyway. Thank you. God bless. So yep, no problem. <laughs> um so keeping in the same vein of greatness, um, my Kev, uh, my, my K is for Kev on stage. Um, and I want to talk specifically because, I mean, some of y'all may know him, some of y'all may not. But I want to talk specifically when it comes to him, him being an example of when there is not a box that you fit in, just let Jesus create the box for you. And that's really something that I have enjoyed watching with him in particular from start to finish. So Mm -hmm. some important facts that are important to this version of talking about him, because I could talk about, he's really funny. I really enjoy like his podcast, uh, what he's doing, the community he's building, all these great things. We could go through that. You can find that very readily on the internet. If you just look him up right now, you can find the stuff he's doing get his app, the shows that they're producing, all this stuff. You can find and buy into all of that with him. But the points I want to highlight here is he has 10 years worth of content that I absolutely abhor. <laughs> like, I fucking hate. He really? 10 years worth of content. And I might be, like, 10 years, might, it might be a little less than that or whatever, of YouTube content when he first started that I absolutely hate. It's extremely corny. It's extremely churchy. He couldn't grow a beard at the time so just his look <laughs> was very odd <laughs> and i i'm only saying things because he's like family to me now i buy all your things we can talk we can talk like this. yeah you know it's funny because his face always looked like before the beard it was hard to watch isn't it crazy yes. how optics really do matter because they he do. looked like a bare-faced vagina for me and i yes. just could not watch this coochie talk and so when he got a beard i'm like well there's a man <laughs> Right. So, right, and it's not that everybody without a beard is terrible. Although, no, but listen, listening to uh, to Sparkle's uh, dad, the answer is yes. <laughs> right, he told me don't trust a man who without a mustache and a beard. <laughs> but it's not to say that every face needs one. But his definitely his needed something though. Yeah, for sure. Like even something, if he had glasses or something, he just had nothing. Something. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a weird time. Yeah, but he has like ten years worth of content that I, I didn't know that. That's crazy. And when I first got introduced to him, it, I was actively avoiding his content because I was watching his son's content that he was putting out there. Like I didn't realize how much he was doing with that. I had found his sons when they were you know cute little small in front of the camera kids and they were really funny and entertaining and accidentally stumbled on one of his videos i'm like oh absolutely not so that's the first thing the second thing is and he has talked about this multiple times because he is a comedian and an actor and he has never once gotten a call back from a single audition never once like this is the past him or this is present day him saying this up till today, today, June 7th. Now, this nigga has never been called back from a single audience. Really? Okay. Right. So 
the one thing I think you've seen him on that he didn't produce or make himself was he was on an episode of Black Lady Sketch Show, but he didn't audition for that. They called him okay. to come and do it. So of the things he's auditioned for, never once. Gotten a callback. Gotten a callback. Okay. Despite all of that, this nigga has single, like literally brick by brick, built things that just didn't exist. Like literally did not exist. His streaming platform that he has, um, it, it works just like Netflix. They're adding more content. What's the name of it? it? Uh, it's Kev on Stage Studio app. So KOS Studio app. Okay. You can find it in Apple Store, Android, just like you find anything else. Um, I think... What do what do we pay? I think it, like monthly it's like five dollars, but you can pay for the year at like fifty bucks. So it's comparable or cheaper to like Apple TV. I think Apple TV is the same way, and the content that they're adding just gets more and more. Like they're doing their first scripted show should be coming out some point. It might be. I don't think it'll be out when this when this episode comes out. But regardless. He never got on one and therefore created a scripted show. And what I love about this and what I'm really saying is if it don't exist, it don't mean that you're not supposed to do it. Maybe you're just supposed to build it. And what I enjoy about him is how many people he has brought along with him. So he was at All Death doing a bunch of stuff and you could see like these subsets of people forming with him. And then when the pandemic hit and he left is really when all this stuff launched. And as he's picked up people, he has kept them. So now there's like a Kev on stage network of people. They brought all their own audience. So everybody is, well, with the exception of Angel. Angel is an actual actress who's been in things, continues to work and all that. And I love the addition of her because otherwise it would have been very male heavy. But she's a good balance for them. She brings in a lot of experience, but everybody brings their own skill set and all. So he got the salon. You bring your own clients, though. Yeah, exactly. Mm. He does. You bring your own, and then they always collaborate. Mm -hmm. So they're always doing stuff together. And it's such a strong, healthy network of Black people working together. Other things I really enjoy is so maybe he had to build this thing for himself, but when he was showing behind the scenes of his scripted show, he one had two slots where for people to audition, he accepted audition tapes, no matter where you were in the country for minor roles in this scripted show, because simply because he said he remembers when he was not living in LA and he just wanted the chance hmm. to just come out and do a show. So he provided for two people, one man, one woman. He wrote it into the show for that <clears throat> and completely flew them out did all the things for them and had them in the show. Creating opportunities like that is having all black uh, craft services, as many black people in hair and makeup, wherever you can put them. But that is so much more valuable than him ever getting a callback from an audition. Like sometimes, and the thing that there is to remember when you don't go the traditional route of things, it doesn't mean that there is not a space for you. And I think he's a good example. I think a lot of us 
Also, important point, he is, I think, 38 or 39. This whole shit of where his life is has happened in the last <clears throat> five years. Hmm. Everything before that, he talks in detail about how much everything before that was real touch and go. And as a nigga who lives hmm. in touch and go, <laughs> touch oh, and fucking go. He got fired. My favorite story from him is the fact that he got fired from a job because they caught him printing flyers for his show. <laughs> yes. It's my favorite thing. And what's oh, so funny God. is they didn't fire him right then. They had a like meaning and he tells this story all the time. Nothing <laughs> I'm saying. If you follow him, nothing that I'm really saying is is particularly new. But this is for the people who don't follow him because you might not. But What's funny about that story, my favorite part of that story is they did not fire him for doing that part. He had a comedy show. He printed all the flyers <laughs> there. And the, the funniest, I can't tell it as funny as he does, but he's like, one of his, his supervisor or whatever comes up to him and be like, Kev, you going to be in this, uh, is this you? You going to be in the show? He's like, oh yeah, man, you should come out. He's like, no, you, you left this in the printer. <laughs> Oh my god! And then when he sat in the disciplinary, uh, you know, conference or whatever that they had, they're like, you know, we really need to be, you know, like, what do you want out of this job here, or whatever, trying to motivate you? And he was like, oh, I'm only here <laughs> until because I need uh, like money, <laughs> so uh, but I want to do comedy. <laughs> he said this <laughs> in a disciplinary here. <laughs> And was promptly fired. So that's crazy. Shit like that is just always inspiring to me. And then the other part of watching him evolve as a Christian person, uh, chef's fucking kiss. Because I swear to God, it is just <laughs> the true, accurate nature of being a church kid, again, is why a lot of his shit was super corny and I did not subscribe to because my version of my relationship with Jesus did not match that at the time that I'm looking at it. Like, I get I'm I'm yes. familiar with those. I'm familiar with all those stereotypes, all those common tropes, and I've seen it and experienced it. But in reality, this thing that I'm in with Jesus is like an actual relationship. It's like, listen, I got some good shit. I got some bad shit. Using the word shit is probably one of the bad shits. Here you go. This is what I got. This is what I have to <laughs> offer. Um, I make efforts to not cross certain lines. I'm not out here murdering right. whole families right. or something crazy mm-hmm. and traveling mm-hmm. the earth. Shout out to episode F if you haven't heard it. That was a wild ride. But <laughs> um, regardless... You know, I am a constantly changing, trying to better myself version of it, but it's flawed. I'm not Jesus. It's not perfect. It don't look like whatever sort of pristine version it should look like. And as he's continued to move, he is relaxed a lot. Yeah. And became a version of a Christian person. Man. That makes sense to me. You that know, I identify with. You know, do you remember when um, 
I first sat down to because the girl get over it has been happening over the course of like ten to fifteen years in in um infrequent intervals sometimes I go super hard put it down for three years come back you know so this book has taken forever but do you remember when I got like super serious the Lord was really pressing me to finish it maybe about three four years ago and I came to you and I'm like I don't know how to be me and write Mm -hmm. this like that was Mm -hmm. a big hindrance for me because I'm like the way that I speak is not um palatable for a lot of traditional Christians. It's just not. Yep. We cuss. We talk about sex a lot. I talk about wine whenever anybody lets me. Like right. Right. it's just not palatable. And I'm like, how do I do this thing but maintain the authenticity of me? Yep. And eventually yep. you were like, bruh, stop trying to edit and write and just write. Just get it all yeah. out. Just write. Yep. And by the time it's time for God to do what he's gonna do with it, he will refine it or you the way or both right. the way it needs or to both. be refined and so what's crazy is in the beginning y'all I wrote this book that was riddled with profanity in <laughs> Jesus like <laughs> F-bombs and Ephesians <laughs> like the shit was bad it was good but it was bad and I'm like I can't I can't put this out and as the years progressed and my kid got older and like you said I began to evolve and I began to mature in Christ mm-hmm. and we began to go through the things we went through collectively it refined yeah. itself you know what I mean I would go back yeah. and just take out whole pages and have yeah. something else to say and so I think the last pass I took which was like maybe three four weeks ago I told you I said I sat because you were so disheartened I'm like yo I sat down and took most of the profanity out you remember when I said that I and I'm like there's not really anything left like the F's are EFF the this is a couple shits maybe a damn but like everything is pretty much gone and somehow I still feel like it's a good representation of me. Yeah, and having read it, I'm not finished with it because I can't do both. I can't yeah, girl, no. I can't help with the logistics. And right, and yes. It. Maybe one but day. <laughs> maybe one day when I get to actually finish it. But of what I read, I think, that's why I said there are lots of people write books. This book don't exist. And it exists now. Because it's both things. It gets your point across. It's in your voice. It's who you are as the person. But it's got all the rough edges, the un- the things that, the prickly parts that you're worried about being palatable are just softened. It's not that the spike isn't there, but it's not about to poke anybody right. to read it. Yeah. And um, that's, that's, those are the things I love about it. Things that a, a past version of me knew then forgot in the future like oh damn <laughs> our greatest story is the one one we forgot because that is just our that is us that is- <laughs> girl girl if y'all only y'all, knew <laughs> if y'all only knew stay tuned for whenever we actually f should have been for forgetting because <laughs> we hate forgetting shit like just Doing stuff, trying to help our future versions of Duh. ourselves out. Get to the future. To <laughs> get to the future only to forget that the past bitch had us covered. Yep. Okay. Yes. The number of times that that has happened has been absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. And one day we'll finally get the Patreon going and maybe you can watch it happen in real right, time. Right. And maybe we could use the Patreon to just keep <laughs> records of what the fuck we did. <laughs> That would be fantastic. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that would be great. One of these days, y'all. Okay, we just got an Instagram, so bear with 
<laughs> but no, but going back to to Kev on stage, one of the reasons I don't follow him um, as as closely as you do is that, you know, that artist thing, you don't want to accidentally mm. take somebody's art and let it infuse into oh, yeah. your work. So you try to keep as much separation as possible. But also, mm. um, I just can super relate to him. Yep. And that's scary because... <sighs> Why? Well, because it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming when you feel like I'm not going to (laughs) cry. Listen, we had a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. There may or may not be a hug here, and it's fine. It's overwhelming when you feel like God will do something for somebody and you feel very confidently that he'll do that same thing for you. And when you can see somebody's life play out and you're like, fuck, I've tried this thing over and over and over and over. And it doesn't seem to be working, but you can't shake that purpose feeling. You can't shake the fact that, you know, this is where you're supposed to be and this is what you're supposed to do. No matter all of the obstacles that seem to be arising as you are intentionally working out purpose work. Like, Lord, I'm doing the thing you told me to do. I'm supposed to be in this space and everything is fucking going under. And you, but you stay vigilant. And so when you Mm -hmm. see somebody who has been vigilant, who has been obedient and you see their evolution and you hear the Holy Spirit go, that's you. I got that for you. I got that abundance for you. It's just, it's it's extremely overwhelming. And so the evolution of him so and tab for that matter very much mirror where I see my life trajectory which is not a thing I even say often because normally you hear me going I see the blessings God got for you I see the blessings God got for my daughter's father I can see it for everybody else very seldom do I talk about what I think God might have for me because that anxiety that that you know what what if I'm wrong what if I'm crazy what if I'm just making all of this up you know but then he'll give you very clear examples in these other complete fucking strangers and it gets loud. Like the more that you do that, yeah. whenever you get to that point, it gets really loud and hard to um, deny. And again, granted, you don't know what anybody's day to day is, but there's right. been like public things with him that also mirrors what happens. Like just before he really took off, like let's take his podcast, the podcast he has right now. Here's the thing. I'm just going to plug all of his things today. So awesome. Um, <laughs> but um, and. I'm happy to do it. Love it. <laughs> um, but the podcast that he has here is the thing before that was actually, and it's a different podcast, but it has some of the same setup. He had a podcast with um, one of his coworkers from all deaf called righteous and ratchet. And so he was the righteous. They were the ratchet. Um, and something happened. I don't know. I didn't go dig in to figure it out. I don't think it was ever publicized, but, Somewhere in the early parts of the pandemic, the podcast abruptly ended, right? Now, here's the thing about that podcast. I didn't really listen to it that often. I would listen to a couple of clips or whatever. Sometimes some things would be funny get put out, but I did not, like, it wasn't part of my regular rotation at all. And it was good. It was not the wrong thing. It just wasn't part of, like, what I was listening to like that. And I don't know the details of what happened, but I know frustration on a creator's face, mm-hmm. like, very few people might okay but whatever whenever he posted like you know this is all said and done the look on it was not just like oh i'm disappointed that this is not working the look of it was a lot of other shit is happening and i'm 
frustrated and it's pandemic it's early pandemic where nobody knows if they're gonna fucking live right <laughs> right <laughs> right so, um and then behind that some racist thing popped off the studio he was in and then so like it was like a time it was pandemic mm-hmm. it was this he had just stepped out on faith left all deaf all of this stuff happened all this stuff happened at the same time so it's if it happened to that person, it'll happen to you too. And I mean, Tab has gone. Tab is a, an excellent other example where she's gone into great detail about just the length of time this has taken yeah. for her to get to this place. But what is similar with both of them is as they get into it, stuff just falls. Whenever it, whenever it actually starts moving, those are two people that I've just seen it just move. He got his sound stage set up. Everybody. Like, there are so like many the, other people oh, reco- that he is blessing by just having that space. Yeah. The number of comedians that I've seen in his stand-up specials. And I don't care what nobody says. As far as I'm concerned, he was the first one to put on a stand-up special just outside because of the pandemic. Like, he, he was the earliest one I saw doing that. Now, there's a bunch of places that do it now, a bunch of bunch of venues that did it later on in the pandemic but he was early as shit with that like you know what fuck it we gonna be outside <laughs> and <laughs> keep it small keep it safe and then everybody watches this whole special like going to the comedy club online it was wonderful those sorts of things but i'm sorry you were saying something go ahead no you, you you're talking about that momentum um when oh, things yeah. happen you know you can watch her because I do follow her uh, pretty closely and I didn't for a long time, but I mm-hmm. do now. And um, literally just <laughs> one thing after the next, you know, mm-hmm. almost the same way bad shit happens, but in yeah. a, but in abundance <laughs> and so more, um, the impact is so, so much greater, you know, mm-hmm. because a lot of times we take a lot of L's privately and then oh, you get yeah. Christians who will share, you know, you you get people who will be transparent about the things that have gone wrong. Um, but even that is is such a private thing, even in, in the sharing, because obviously everybody's pain is, is personal. It's happened to you. But when right. there is this momentum of abundance, now people really get to feel it differently because you are sharing so much more. There's so much more mm-hmm. to give, you know, yep. and for her, like watching the um, the book and the New York Times bestseller thing happen mm-hmm. and then kill my name and then Target yep. collab and then like so many di- and then tap time on YouTube. Like it's like yeah. thing after thing after thing after thing. God yeah. was just opening up doors that literally yeah. she had been prying at a decade yeah. ago you know feeling like is this ever gonna happen I'm sure even though she you know always talks about yeah. staying faithful and all, she human so I'm sure she like yeah. dog is this even it Lord is this gonna work and but so for did. everything to for her to get into that season of yeah. abundance and have so many things it's literally the manifestation of pour you out a blessing you don't have room enough to receive because yeah. you don't even have enough time for real for real no, to do all no. of the things that God no. is giving you this is a part here's a perfect example from Tab that, and this just happened, um, like I just saw this yesterday. So one thing about Kill My Name that I have found just- Oh, I saw this yesterday. Yep, yep, yep. Just the sweetest thing is that is that Tab is there to take pictures with people yep. like most of the time. She is clearly traveling, doing whatever, Target stuff, promo. Dog, Stevie Wonder came in there and she wasn't even there. Like, that's how- 
how uh, when you talk abundance, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Stevie yep. Wonder. Yeah. Came into her restaurant. Yeah. One of her multitudes of things that is flourishing right yep. now, like her also her garden. And she wasn't even, she has so much abundance, she couldn't even be there for that. For that, right, thing. right, exactly. And that's all I saw with the pictures. <laughs> when, when I looked at the pictures, all I saw was like, she got so much that Stevie Wonder coming to your restaurant, unfortunately, is not even. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right, exactly. That's what I'm trying to tap into. Yeah. And looking at the impetus of it being simply in her kitchen making a food video for her family yep like that is beautiful yeah and nobody and it doesn't exist that pathway is not laid out no and nobody else could follow it you could follow it to the t and it still wouldn't work out the same way for you because it wasn't for you it was literally her. yeah you run the race out of bounds for you yeah right yeah so that is my K. I just love it. We're going to end the show right here. <laughs> what? I don't. Girl, no, we not. I have never, ever, like, we say all the time, like, oh, no, I don't want to go. No, I really don't. Like, I just feel like yeah, I should just, just not today. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just not. Is that not, is that not a work. possibility? <laughs> I mean, it's our show, so all things are possible. <laughs> and through Christ, all things stay possible. Because um, this is probably, this is season four. And I'm telling y'all now, like, this is this is an uncomfortable transition for me. Like, I wish she and I would have oh, talked sh- before <laughs> this. Are we getting ready to shift to some fuck Nigga, I really... <laughs> I hope that honestly this is what I would do like I would turn this off at 37 minutes y'all for real and come back to the part to the second part of this tomorrow like I wouldn't even listen yeah okay we can put that out we can put that out and we'll put it out with the because these are write yourself a note and we'll put it in the promo okay at 37 minutes okay (laughs) you are done being inspired yes okay Okay, it's been wholesome. It's been good. It's been edifying for your soul. Yeah. At thirty-seven minutes, pause it. Go do some <laughs> things. Take that. Take that new energy. Yes. This good time, and go put something good into the world. Then tomorrow, <laughs> start this shit back up. Or whatever spark we're getting ready to talk about. Now I don't know what it is. I don't know. Why you would get such a duplicitous episode. Listen. But here we are. You know what? That's a great way to put it. That is. Because, <laughs> bruh. Like, I feel like I'm letting eyes down, sis. <laughs> like, this. No. It, like, I. Which y'all don't. Because we're obviously, you know, we're on FaceTime when we do this. So, I'm I'm listening to her the same way y'all listening. Because, well, everything <laughs> she had to say was as much for me as it was for y'all. So, I'm like, I'm just posted up listening. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as she's talking, I'm like, how the fuck am I going to follow this? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just pause this episode. This is great. Go, this was great. Go do something good. You know, you got Put two in one. There. That's what's happening today. You got These you got two, two episodes in one. Too many episodes. Two very different episodes. Yeah. And now, with that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we transition to you to the next day. Hello, welcome back <laughs> to this same episode, but the next day. 
I hope you're ready. I hope you brought your ratchet because apparently that's what we get into. Yes. Um, thank you for being committed <laughs> to our shenanigans. Um, thank you for returning. Yeah. And with that, I, Tina D, turn it over to you, Sparkle. Okay. What's your K? So K part two. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what this is. K part two. Now coming off of uh, what is it? H I J K J. You think I would be cool because my J, if you all remember, was Disneyland. Um, but no, 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 no. My K is for kiss my ass and other bedroom lies. Wow. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited for today. Today is a new day. It's a new dawn. It's a new life. Let's get into it. Okay. Well, here we go. Um, so one of the greatest relationships I've ever had, and and like read that as the greatest sex I've ever had, <laughs> came you know, from... The relationship with the most transparent, honest, and communicative combos about sex. Okay. Mm. Now, before that, before that, nigga, I was just out here lying. You know, just okay. just telling all like all the bedroom lies. Um, okay. Let me just tell y'all, fellas that are listening. Whenever a woman doesn't have much to say. Uh, quickly gets dressed, gets up and gets dressed in silence, no less. Tells you she has to go home to feed the dog you've never heard of. It's because your shit was whack. Now, the selfish niggas, they won't care. But see, it's not because they're selfish. It's actually because they're insecure and don't think they could genuinely please her anyway. So most of them shroud that in fuck it. When really, it's no, I suck. So, mm. if okay. a bitch won't make eye contact with you, is silently like looking off to the left or the right while you take a solo trip to Pound Town, it's a not at all out of 10 for her. <laughs> okay. okay. Mm. But bedroom lies go both ways. Niggas mm. stay wanting to do shit they see in porn, knowing one, they ain't got the stamina, two, they ain't brought enough dick, and three, they really ain't that nasty. So, like, stay in your lane, okay? Now, I know that Tina D so eloquently, um, and I feel so honored by the fact that I was her tits of the day. But the one thing those tits won't be doing is a boob job. Like, my (laughs) titties don't touch enough for us to be doing that. So, I'm going to stay in my lane. (laughs) Like, we're going to both be disappointed. What's so crazy is I have never even thought And you got about the perfect set the, to, to even go gross. to I even venture so over, venture into that. Like I almost said something so gross unnecessarily. <laughs> but <laughs> what I will say is I have never even considered the option of not doing it because these they've been this size since since forever, since my uh, whole life. Okay. So it's like I am not. But have you ever heard a guy ask though? You never had a dude ask to do it. No. Or just try. No, no, no. I've done it 
so like it's standard. It's like a standard. Oh, I got you. You know what I mean? Like, I got it's you. Never even, See, it's never even crossed my mind as a question. <laughs> like it's just like either it's going to transition to this or it's not. But it's definitely always on the table because what else am I doing? Like, big ass <laughs> do you know? Do you have you ever heard? I had, I, I had to Google this because I didn't know what this was called. I just I just called it a boob job. Do you know when I looked this up? It was called a tit wink. Tick wank? Tick oh, wank. Man, I, That's what I white boys call it. <laughs> I wish, and see, this is what happens. You do miss a very marginal amount of things by not fucking with white boys. Because I swear to God, that is... A tit wank. A tit wank. <laughs> that's hilarious. But to see, the problem is, you say, you call it a tit wank to me, and we're not doing it because I'm laughing. Exactly. <laughs> you gonna exactly. Be, you're going to be mad as hell. But I do find the, them to have the most comical names for things. <laughs> Are you writing down Titwink right now? I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. You know me so well. Okay. Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, don't, I mean, are. I don't, I can't gather enough to even pull something like that off. So that's not mm. on the, the the menu of the things that I'm out here offering because, again, I stay in my lane. So mm. I don't understand why men ask to be suffocated by a woman with ass, thighs, and hips and ask them to sit on their face when they know they can't swim. Like, when the fuck have you ever had practice? When have you tested your respiratory capability? <laughs> that's required for me to ride your damn face cause bitch like- I'ma be busted and break your damn neck like I don't <laughs> understand it don't ask for shit you don't really want I feel like how do you know if you don't ask though you gotta Not try see- once <laughs> you gotta try at least once like no no know. because on everything I love if the reason I end up in prison out of all the reasons I could be I could end up in prison <laughs> is because you wanted me to ride your face cause your nasty ass was on Pornhub at lunch and I kill you, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> what the no. fuck? Listen, y'all just That's a manslaughter rest- charge, bro. Like, <laughs> Listen, this is why rules have to exist. You guys got to have the wrestling tap out. If he tap you two times on the thigh, get up. <laughs> no, I, that's the problem. I'm not. I'm good. Listen, if I'm, a get, if I'm going down this road and I'm two seconds... <laughs> From being where I want to be, you think I'm getting up? You will die. <laughs> like, right. Nigga, right. no. Problem. No. No. That is the problem. My beloved frenemy and I had this conversation. And Tay goes, mm-hmm. if I die, I die. And I'm like, well, that's great. I'm sure his wife mm-hmm. wants that anyway because he's an asshole. However, right. most of y'all feel like if I die, I die until you're actually on the brink of death. Because I yeah, put my yeah. whole ass weight on your face as I'm coming because I don't care. Die, nigga. Like, I don't have enough sense to get up at that moment. Think about all the times when you told a nigga to come in you because that's oh, how good it gosh. felt. you like, fuck it. I don't care. Come in me. Like, you think I'm going to get up? I'm not responsible for your life and health and safety in this moment. To me, that is the most hilarious part. Me, a person that wants zero, zero children. children. Zero children. <laughs> the number of times I said that, bruh, I don't mean it. Exactly. Exactly. And I said, I hope you keep us safe because I'm gonna say I have literally I've done the same thing before we go before we engage. Know that I'm gonna say this and I do not mean it. Do I have literally said do not do this. 
I'm going to say, I wish you could see the name. Men be looking so confused too. When you, they be like, what? Then why would you I'm say? Gonna, don't worry I'm about it. Say Just this. don't do it. I don't mean it. And, and honestly, I do mean it, but I don't. And mean I'd it. go on to assume <laughs> the women that mean it don't even have to say it because you all know why you're reproducing. I mean, why you're yeah, fucking yeah. to reproduce. Those yeah. of us who say that shit, most of us don't mean that. Don't do that. So you think I'm responsible. If I'm that irresponsible, why the fuck yeah. you think I won't kill you by riding your face? Like, nigga, face sitting is, is a <laughs> you can die like this. But you out here talking about sit on my face. Nigga, no. I'm f- I'm afraid. Uh, give him some scuba equipment. I'm afraid. I might listen. <laughs> I might have to. And this, and even with the guy that like I had the greatest sex with, and we had this conversation time and time again. He'd be like, "Why well, won't you sit on my face? Because you can't breathe. Because you look like you have asthma. I like fat niggas. I already think your respiratory <laughs> system is fucked up. It's a little flawed, I'm sure, by all this weight you carrying. And you want me to further cut off you your gotta- ability to breathe." Listen, you got to not think about that. That's like when I want I want him to like lay on me. He's like, I'm going to suffocate you. No, you're not. And if I die, I die. I'm in the, you're not going to tell me I parts die. of you don't go numb from a nigga laying on you, though. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if I die, I die. Like... The more you describe this, the more I'm like, am I the nigga here? I think I'm the nigga here. If I die, I die. I'm going to die a happy bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I want to do it, you know, and I have done it. But even then, I didn't enjoy it because I'm cognizant of the fact that I'm trying to hold my weight up as I'm yes. up here. That's what makes it bad. Is like, that's the... And that's I'm a chunky bitch at this point. So it's a lot for me to hold up here. That's the only real drawback is like you can tell that you are withholding and that makes it less fun. You got And that's what he was saying. He like relax. It. I'm like, if I relax, <laughs> do you have life insurance, nigga? Should we call Northwestern Mutual first? Will your <laughs> kids be provided for if I let go and give you my full weight up here? Uh, I love full weight. Full weight is amazing. <laughs> Just, I don't know. <laughs> I've gone to a place now, my brain. Like, <laughs> that yes. shit, like, I'm thinking, okay, I got the eye, because I don't have breasts, but I got, I have ass thighs and, and uh, hips. And so I'm like, yeah. nigga, I'm, I'm bottom heavy. So if I do this. You got to care less about these niggas. Like, nobody's going to have, I'm not, like, I'm not starting to go for me for you. That's all, I'm not, I'm not. I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing it. I'm not contributing to one that your best friend start for you. You knew what this was. Ever a reason to avoid it, I guess, is to avoid the GoFundMe funeral home. Exactly. (laughs) Like, don't (laughs) nobody want to, I don't want to see your sad ass, like, uh, yay's photo on your obituary with a dove nigga that say go support my nigga in his GoFundMe. Fuck you and fuck that. Here's the thing. Can you imagine, though, people talking about how you died at your funeral? Oh, people he would love it. He would love it. That's what I'm saying. That's where that comes from. That's where that if I die, I die come from. Because it's like, what a story to tell. What a way to leave about it. Who you going to tell that story to? You dead. <laughs> <laughs> no. What a story to have other people tell about me. Oh, what your niggas? To live. Oh, yeah. yeah. What a legacy to leave. That nigga Raekwon. He, he that nigga he, went out the best way to go. Like what? He died in a with a face full of pussy. <laughs> nah, I'm in prison. <laughs> you ain't in prison for having a good time. So the I next mean, probably in the in this country because they I mean, fucking yeah, don't care probably. about women. But 
Maybe not. I don't Maybe know. Maybe everybody agree. I don't know. Like uh, you said, you we got to have a safe word. We'll see. We'll see how that go. You just got to abide by the tap out. Tap. You got to tap. Is, you got, your problem is you're not going to listen to the tap out. I'm not going to listen to the tap out. And furthermore, I, because, you know, in a moment like that, I'm here for the rough shit. I'm going to take the tap out as you just trying to slap my ass. I don't, I'm going to forget we even agree to this shit. <laughs> okay, so we, we have memory issues. Did we establish that already? <laughs> we did. We did. We did start there. So my that means that nigga going to fucking yeet my ass into the wall across the fucking room. <laughs> If that ain't the funniest image I've ever fucking seen. But see, the body's will to live is strong. That's why you so can So, bitch, I'm going to end up with a concussion or a nigga going to die of the fucking options just so you, because you want me to rise your face. If you don't go to hell. Listen, the thing is, you're not going to jail because he's going to, he's going to toss you. And knowing you, you'll be into it. <sighs> Nah, that's what I don't like. Cause I feel I take I take I take that as rejection. I got abandonment issues, so you can't be throwing me into no fucking corner, and I'm in a vulnerable, naked space with you. That's trauma, nigga. Like, Everything about this is hilarious. This shit is this terrible. Is most, this is the most hilarious uh, <laughs> porno script ever written. <laughs> Can you imagine? You watch this. <laughs> Nigga, I be sad for the protagonist. <laughs> like, duh, <laughs> that bitch need therapy now. <laughs> he didn't toss this hoe into a corner. Like, no. Ooh. The next bedroom lie, faking it. Mm. <laughs> So this same guy would say to me, you know, we had these conversations and he'd be like, you know, baby, I'd rather you not have sex with me than fucking fake it. Because yeah. it came out. He asked me one day, like, you know, I got a question. Don't and don't fucking lie. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I might, but all right. I mean, I might, but sure. <laughs> so Go he like, it. you know, were you were you faking it? And I'm like, and I just started laughing. Because <laughs> I'm a bad liar to people that know me. And so yeah. I was like, I mean, and he like, nigga, like, I don't right. fuck me if you're going to fake it. We have way too many conversations and can really talk about this shit. You know, so he'd be like, redirect a nigga, you know, stop and tell me what to do. Talk to me so I can get you. There is no reason for you not to get a nut here. And I love you. And we're having yeah. sex. And I'm a nigga willing yeah. to do whatever. You know, you got a nigga willing to lick your whole fucking body. That's probably somebody you can talk to about what the fuck you want. You but, would think so, yes. <laughs> so he like, why are you lying, Sparkle? Why are you lying? And I'm like, because I'm a liar, nigga. <laughs> I love you. Your answer, your answer can't be because I'm a liar. I'm like, I'm a liar and I love you. Like, what do you want me to do? Wow. I used Not to. I, but see, I felt like. You have to protect. I'm part of the reason, like the patriarchy is what it is, because I felt like you had to protect That's male ego. The problem. You got to so. protect his ego. I have to protect him. I don't want him to leave here feeling like you know he failed at a thing or he didn't. Because I know this person Yikes. genuinely loves me and cares. So it is going to be somewhat bothersome if he feels like yo I didn't do what I came here to do as a man. What I want you to know is you're a bad liar, so he's going to feel that way anyway. That was what Which is said. why he asked you the question. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're bad at it. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was, you know, poorly, poorly faking it. it you know, it was mm. definitely one of those porno, like, you know, oh, this shit is God. scripted. Yeah. 
And so, oh, but, but, you know, I was, again, feeling like I got to protect this man at all costs. Like, even if it means faking orgasms. And it's not, like, yes. and I told him, I said, it's not like this shit happens regularly, nigga. But what you want me to do if I'm just not, I got other shit on my mind. <laughs> and that's the real thing is then we shouldn't have done this in the first place. See, but yeah. I don't know. Do you feel like it's kind of selfish, though, if, you, if you're in a married situation and, then, and your spouse is like, I want some vagina. And you like, I am trying to figure out how to make this cheesecake set so we can do it. But I got Pinterest I recipes mean, on my brain. Like, how does that go? Do you just say no? Do you say yes? What do you what do? You do? I, I, this is my thing. It's very clear when the other person is not into it. So you can maybe, if this is a person you're with every day, so maybe once in a while you'd be like, all right, let me, let me try to redirect. For me personally, it never takes much for me to redirect. It's always in my I brain. I asked the wrong person. I thought about this as you were talking. talking. <laughs> you asked the wrong person. I'll tell you right now, we in the middle of recording. If if he comes through this door right now, <laughs> I see the end of the recording. I got to go, niggas. I got to fucking go. That's it. Listen next week. Hopefully it'll be better. But... That's who I am as a person. I understand that a lot of people are not like that. So you can do it maybe once or twice. I think the better thing is, is knowing whether or not you can get to that space. If you can't get to that space, then you need to be honest. Like, hey, I think, I'm just, I'm not in the space right now. But see, That's, I think the bigger issue, though, is having a partner, one who cares, and two, that you mm-hmm. feel comfortable enough even talking to about what you require to get to that right. space. Otherwise, right, you're going to end up with a bunch of people faking a bunch of shit. Right. And the, so that's the thing that has to be said. Like, if it takes, you know, X, Y, and Z to get you on board, then you need to say, hey, it's going to take X, Y, and Z because I got all this other shit in my brain. Then that's fine. Yeah. But don't, I think the issue comes in is when you leave them guessing, like, well, how do we get to this space? Like, right. Because if I'm already in it, I don't need no revving up like me. I don't need and I need all of the I need to be primed up. I need I need right. to be taken out, taken for a and ride. I don't think <laughs> and I don't think there's anything wrong with needing to be primed up. I think the issue only comes in in not knowing one, when you're willing to be primed up because timing is a thing. Right. And two, what are those things that will prime you up to where then you don't get into a situation where you feel like I'm here because I want to be here and you're just here because you love me. Like, don't nobody want that either. Right. Because for as much as I'm like, yes, let's go. We can go right now, today, tomorrow, all day long. I also don't want it to be, you know, a situation where I feel like you are just here because you care about me and you want me to have a thing, but not because you want to be in this thing. Right. You know, those are two different things. Like, great. Maybe once. Maybe once out of all the times, but definitely not consistently do I want it to be that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I want you to want to be here as much as I want. Exactly. And that's what he was Otherwise, saying to what me. what are we doing? And that's what he said to me. Like, listen, yep. we ain't got to do this shit. I'm a grown ass man. Like, my yep. feelings won't be hurt if we don't, if we just sit up here and watch TV. We ain't got to fuck. If you ain't, if you ain't there, yeah, don't, we don't, don't worry about it. Like, we, we'll get there when we get there. But, you know, I'd they rather you a not. a bunch of things for me. If I'm going to be in it by myself. I might as well be in it by myself with a thing. And that's also what he said. He's like, I can be by myself if I got to be by myself. If that's what it's going to be, they make things for that. And then I don't have to worry about how that thing feels after we're done. Yeah. 
Because he told me, that. he was like, actually, he's like, you trying to protect my ego, but it's actually more insulting it that is. you would engage with me like this and then fake some shit. Yeah. That's way worse because now you have all the complexities of you being connected to this person, but them genuinely feeling like they don't want to be in that space with you. Either we both want to be in this space or I'm going to go, if I'm going to be in a space by myself, I need to be there with an inanimate object, right. not with a full person that yeah. I care about yeah. not wanting to be there. That's insane. I can understand but it. Yeah. The other bedroom lie is fellatio and cunnilingus. Okay. <laughs> Niggas What's be like, lie? I'm not, I don't suck dick or I'm not, I don't eat that shit. That's a lie. And my thing is, those are lies. Yes, you do. You don't want to <laughs> eat that pussy or suck that dick. That's the difference. <laughs> and I'd rather you just say that. Because in just 2022, the people that are still having the majority of the sex are now part mm-hmm. of generations where that shit is wildly accepted, encouraged, and mm-hmm. normalized. So nobody yeah. out here at this point, unless you have some deepened traumatic issues, are saying right. no to oral sex. Right. And it's still, it's still niggas out here. Now, I don't know too many millennials and I'm not having these conversations with Gen Z because they're my children for the most part, right. these teenagers. <laughs> um, but the ones older than us, whatever generation that is, like the 40 year olds. Um, uh, what is that? What are they? What are they? Shoot. It's not a boomer. Nope. Gen Xers. Gen Xers. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I, no, that sounds right. That sounds yeah, right. Gen no, X. it's Gen. It's because that's like it's my Gen sister X. and the niggas mm. I, I date. And so, <laughs> <laughs> why you gotta stop? You gotta, you gotta stop. You gotta set yourself up for more success. I feel like you be you're right. Up for, for you're failure. right because the ones that are we're thirty five. So the ones that are like forty two. 43 mm-hmm. like believe it mm-hmm. or not it's some of them that are like eh, I didn't grow up like that like I don't give a fuck what was yeah. happening in 1983 Lester yeah I was like here. this is what we doing now <laughs> nigga cause they all got them old ass names oh yeah like what are we doing Cleophis uh, like like a Charlie I don't know why Charlie Charlie, Charlie. Johnny Charlie. Eddie you know Ronald <laughs> You know what's really funny is that Charlie is either a young ass white person, white man, or an old ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't got no or or an in, or an infant white girl. Yeah, or a, a transition white man. Okay. I don't know. Let me get away from that. I don't know. <laughs> come, come I, away I don't from know it. what I'm doing. That's an electric fence. Wanna, back, up. Want, back up. Back up. I don't want to put it in reverse body. here. I, I support how you live your life because but, Jesus supports how I live mine. <laughs> so go for it. But no, That's like that that generation, they they are the most prudish, you know, like yeah. uh, inhibited black folks my I've God. ever met in my life. I'm not arguing in 2022 with a 44-year-old man about whether or not he gonna eat some pussy. You can get the fuck out of my house and go to hell. <laughs> like, this is... Now, I got other shit to do. I gotta make it now, to Aldi by 2 o'clock, niggas, so I can pick my kid up. We're doing this, or you're going yeah. home. <laughs> like, geez, people don't wield that power the way that they should. People are so, like... Why are you so opposed to it? Do you know how many other things 
you can get done if you just, you know, hunker down and get into this right now. Yeah. Let's say that you got other shit to do today, okay? But this person, this woman comes to you and she's into it. You know what you could do? If you if you ate her out properly, you could go on with your day. Exactly. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe exactly. Not. Maybe you don't even have to do anything else. Depends on how well you do that part. Now she's laying and shaking on the bed and you can go to Home Depot or whatever the fuck you want to do, Larry. Like, right. you do this one thing. Right. You can do this and be like, hey, baby girl, I'll be back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you, instead, you don't. Because women do that a lot. They be like, mm, you know what? I'm not super into it. I know what I can do. I can just suck his dick instead. <laughs> I can just do that right now. Bruh, it is literally <laughs> the most convenient thing. Like, if you ever just want to get to your yes quicker, mm-hmm. just, there you go. It's right there. I'm just saying, just just go for it. Yep. Make him something nice to eat, suck his dick, and then be like, oh, my bad. I scratched up the back of your car. Good night. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I learned that trick from my mother. (laughs) Dog, they say love covers a multitude of sins and so does fellatio. I'm just saying. I mean, that is love. I'm not, listen, you didn't say in my mouth because I don't love you. (laughs) Okay. Go around and just put dicks in my mouth. Right, right. So, yeah, other places, maybe, but I gotta, (laughs) there's gotta be something happening for me to do this in the first place. I agree. And that's me giving love. It's, it is, it's a form. Yeah. It's a form of it. Yeah. I can't wait till they see uh, the audacities, the one that says throw that neck song or something. Oh. Dog, that you can't tell me that junk ain't in the Bible. Dog. It, it, it is literally in the Bible. It is literally in the Bible. Yeah, and we'll prove it's it. Wild. Stay it? tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Lastly, the last bedroom sure lie. The last mm. bedroom lie is body count. So, like, I saw everybody dragging uh, Lori Harvey because she inevitably broke up with Michael B. Jordan. And they're talking about, oh, she got six bodies. And I'm like, nigga, you niggas be having 712 bodies and got the baldacity to fix your unvaseline as she has lips to speak toward a black woman about her. I'm sorry. How many? Two digit numbers? Excuse me? Lord. Let that sir let please that exit girl. left and go straight live, to hell i don't understand live it. her life she was never coming your way you know exactly and furthermore men stay lying about it say lying or denying commission or omission about what it is they've done with a person and you have the <laughs> unmitigated gall to quote my wife and, and, and speak on something a woman has done that is probably significantly less than what you do. Six is significantly So now we all in the bedroom just lying. Just don't even ask no more. That, that, it ain't even <laughs> nobody's business. Because we know we going to lie. I'm going to lie to you. You're going to lie to me. It don't even fucking matter. That's, that's let's the not moral even, of let's, this. Yes. The moral of this topic is stop asking questions. Stop asking questions. <laughs> stop. Don't even ask. You know? Just don't ask. Just leave the question. Don't ask. Don't ask. Don't ask. I mean, that's fair to me. I I think that that makes sense. That's a reasonable way to go about it. 
And what is, other choice do you have? That is my king. All right. Well, this was quite the marathon. Two-day episode. Where do you see that? <laughs> um, welcome to Life Hacks. <laughs> Who's going first? Who's on first? <laughs> um, I can go first if you want me to go first. Sure. Okay. Let me find my fucking life hack. Here we go. All righty. So I discovered this um, originally on Harry Tubman's internet. And then I actually <laughs> did this myself to, you know, because okay. now we're actually making sure life hacks work before we just, you know, give them out. To oh, the yeah, because the internet had us fucked up, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Broke some so, things. Went to a um, fine dining five-star restaurant, and um, for the dessert course, um, I got some bougie-ass shit that ended up basically being, like, brownie and ice cream, but it really wasn't. It was something similar. And on this not brownie, they put a um, leaf of mint. So, me being me... I took the mint home. I put it in my purse. <laughs> I, Wait, what? The I, mint on I, the brownie? Yeah, the little that they garnished it with. I took the mint. I took it off and I put like it like the leaf. Yes, and I put it in like one of my little Ziploc bags and I so put it not, in my. So not a not a piece of candy. You're talking about a, a the leaf. mint. Yes, the leaf, the mint leaf that was on the brownie. You took a tiny plant garnish home. I did. <laughs> I'm out, y'all. And I <laughs> shut up and I propagated it and I put it in water and I grew it and boom, free mint plant. <laughs> Bitch. I did. I grew fresh mint off of free mint that was uh, used as a garnish on my brownie. <laughs> Why you look so troubled? <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Because <laughs> this bitch stole a leaf. I did not steal it. We paid for the meal. It came with my meal. This nigga took That is not theft. That is not theft. I took home sure, something I sure. paid for. Sure. Fine. Not theft. But took home a leaf. What kind of poor are we? <laughs> Where you afford the fancy five course meal, but let me take this sort of, sort of depression era. Grandma, are you dragging? Are you dragging my life? Four, these four got good weight. They come with me. Nothing. That's what that reminds me. You of. get on my nerves. <laughs> Nothing really. You, one of my most lasting <laughs> early childhood memories is going to New York with my grandmama, with my family for a family reunion. We were in New York and I was very young. And two things that I remember, the, I only remember two things about that trip. <laughs> one, we saw Lion King on Broadway. That okay. was amazing. Two, when room service came to the room, my grandmother, grandmama. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right. Grandma, 
we all we kids we just eat the burgers and fries or whatever grandmommy picks up the fork and knife none of this cutlery we use picks it up and be like oh that knife got good weight and just puts it right in her heart. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> first of all that's my home girl <laughs> that's what you sound like <laughs> Like, oh, this I'm just man, what was she gonna do with <laughs> one, one place setting? Oh no, no, she, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. She took all. She took it. She took. She left the plate, but she took the fork, knife, and spoon from the two the two settings that were there. Them fork, that fork, knife, and spoon was in my house for a very <laughs> long time. I remember it. I know exactly. What, every time I pick it up, I'm like, oh, this that this good got good weight. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I feel like it's me, you know, recycling, foraging, um, you know, being being a, a urban homesteader. Like, I just I grew a plant that they're they're gonna throw this away. I made more life. Urban homesteader. Yeah. Why people make y'all believe whatever? Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. What um, is your life hack, nigga? My life hack is very simple. Y'all probably already know it, but for those who don't, because I find very often sometimes people don't know things. Um, if you find yourself in a scenario where you making a shitload of fucking pancakes for a bunch of greedy or ungrateful small humans, um, one way to make your life a little easier is when you make that pancake batter, put it inside of an empty cleaned I put that out there cleaned. for whatever cleaned uh, ketchup bottle and okay. now you can just squeeze it That's good. onto the plant onto the pan um, I'm sure you guys have seen this before but again these are life hacks that we've actually tried that one works very well and then um, you can put some food coloring in there for your kids and let them make like the little YouTube characters they see in the yeah, skillet oh, or you could just clean up less things as, you know, yep. a couple of people with no children. I just want to clean less things. Yeah. But it would but, be dope uh, if you, like, made his name in there. For what? For him to look at it and be like, what? Why did you do this? <laughs> make, him a heart, make him a heart or some lips. Wow. I'm not going to do either of those, but I get it. <laughs> I, I need the, the uh, prices right. <laughs> sound on this bitch <laughs> goddamn losers <laughs> I'm not doing it I, mainly because I know that nigga would not care he'd be like okay I know just eat it. like what the fuck I'm wasting my time for oh you can that's do it crazy. for me when I come I would do nigga and that's the person I would do it for because you'd be like oh my god look at my name if you're not gonna act like that after I do it <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't even do it for my god kids because they also would have like the savages they are would have just ate it like they would have been yeah my, my kid hit or excited. miss with what she impressed by so yeah it's it's hard to impress the kids yeah, quite it is. honestly it is the, the kids they got I'm not competing with the internet I'm, I'm not either yeah fair, <laughs> like, yep. you right you know you right my my mother barely barely impressed me and we ain't had the internet so I'm definitely not <laughs> about to complete right now <laughs> <laughs> oh guys it took two days but you made it you made it to the <laughs> end of the episode 
Look at you. I am so proud of us. We did it. We are fully complex people that have a lot of stories to tell. Sometimes those are, you know, juxtaposed to each other. <laughs> yeah. <they were. laughs> but this is what being a full person is. So congrats. Um, this episode was bar- brought to you by the letter K and Sparkles. Mm, phenomenal. Non titty wanking. I've been waiting a whole episode <laughs> You can find episodes like this and more um, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iTunes. While you are on iTunes and also Spotify is what I keep forgetting. You can rate us. Here's the thing. You can rate us five stars or you cannot rate us. Those are your options. So it's five stars. <laughs> and anything else, you can 100% keep that shit. We don't want it. Um, Come holler at us at the Nacho Cart or our Instagram if you haven't followed um, I be over there sometimes. We'll see. Uh, it's entertaining. I'm figuring it out. If you want to watch me figure out how to social media, come to the Instagram, yes. which is tits in talks. Put it in. You'll find us. Look for the Titty Taco logo that you've seen all along. Um, share, share, share. Subscribe so you don't miss any episodes except the ones that go missing. Um, and until <laughs> next week <laughs> eat some tacos rub all the types and sizes of titties <laughs> and we will see you next week bye y'all bye guys you're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network <laughs>